Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. I run a shop in Odyssey called Whit's End. It's a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Adventures in Odyssey. So, what's it going to be, Connie? Name the category. How about a glass of your world-famous lemonade? Why? Why not? I don't know. I... <laughs> what category do you think that scenario falls in? So, what's it going to be, Connie? Name the category. Well, I think it has to be a case of right, right. Right, right? How do you figure? Well, because the poor guy was just trying to honor God. Well, I agree that his motive was pure, but are you sure his action was right? Of course it was. I mean, he couldn't just let it fall in the mud. Why not? Because this was the most important worship object in all Israel, right? How would it look if it were all dirty? So, you're saying he did it out of pride? Yeah. Well, doesn't that change the category? How? Think about it. Pride is a far cry from honoring God. If that was his motive, then it would make the category right-wrong, wouldn't it? I don't know anymore. You're getting me all confused. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, Jenny. Here, uh, let me help you. No, no. They said at the school that I'm supposed to do everything myself. That's the counter? Right. Then this must be the stool. <laughs> right again. Well, you're doing great with that cane. Yeah, I'm learning how to do more and more things with it. I feel a lot more confident and independent. Did you walk here all by yourself? Well, I'd love to really impress you and say I did, but that would be a lie. <laughs> My mom dropped me off at the corner. Well, that's still pretty remarkable. I guess the Connellsville School for the Blind agrees with you, huh? Sure does. They taught me lots of useful things. But what I really like is that they treat us like normal people. Well... What can we do for you? How about a glass of your world-famous lemonade? Coming right up. And you can also continue your conversation. It sounded very interesting. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. What were you talking about anyway? Well, actually, we were playing a little game. Game? Uh-huh. It's called Rights, Wrongs, and Reasons. Never heard of it. That's because we invented it. You did? Well, Wit did. Here's your lemonade. Thanks. So, how do you play? Well, it's sort of a guessing game. Guessing? What do you have to guess? Well, that's where the rights, wrongs, and reasons come in. <laughs> yeah. See, rights and wrongs are the things that we do. Our actions are either right or wrong, depending on the situation. Right. And the reasons part is our motivation for those actions, the why behind what we do. So what happens is one of us sets up a scenario, a story of people doing something, and the other one has to tell which category the scenario falls in. Category? Yeah. There are four of them. Doing the right thing for the right reason, the right thing for the wrong reason, the wrong thing for the right reason, or the wrong thing for the wrong reason. You understand? Uh, no. <laughs> well, let me give you an example. Um, do you get an allowance? Yes. Do you give some of your money to the church? Yes, I do. Why? Because it's what God wants me to do. So, you're giving to the Lord's church, which is the right thing to do, because it's what God wants you to do which is the right reason. 
In other words, you're doing a right right. The right thing for the right reason. You get it now? Oh yeah, right right. That's great. So what was the scenario you were talking about when I walked up? Well, that one is a little difficult. Maybe we should start out with something a bit more simple until you get the hang of it. Uh, Connie, why don't you do the one about Heather going to church? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay, this is one Whit told me when we first started playing. It involves a girl named Heather. Okay, one Sunday morning before church, she was talking on the phone with her best friend, Sherry. But it can't be on this morning, Sherry. It is. Nine o'clock on Channel 4. Oh, man. An exclusive live on-tape interview with Chad Pearson. I know. That's why I called. Why do they have to show these things on Sunday morning? Who cares? So long as we get to see it. That's the problem. I can't. What? Why not? Because I got to go to church. That's why. Oh, yeah. You guys do that, don't you? Well, maybe you could tape it. We don't have a VCR. No, no VCR. Man, I couldn't live like that. Heather! Hold on, Cherry. Yeah, Mom? You need to get off the phone now and get ready for church. In a sec, Mom! No, not in a sec. No! Yes, ma'am. I gotta go, Sherry. What are you gonna do about the program? <sighs> I don't know. I guess I'll have to think of something. Heather, are you uh, ready for uh, church? What in the world is wrong with you? Oh, Mom, I'm sick. I'm really sick. Oh. Sick? Well, uh, what do you think it is? I don't know. I... Uh, it just sort of hit me as I was getting ready for church. I think it's some sort of flu. Hmm. <coughs> Well, you don't feel like you have a fever. Well, my eyes are burning. <coughs> Your eyes, huh? Yeah, and I feel really chilled. <sighs> Sounds like hot flashes. Yeah. <coughs> I think it's definitely the flu. <coughs> Either that or the bubonic plague. I'll try to go to church. If you want me to, Mom even though I'm probably contagious. <coughs> no, no, I guess it's best that you stay home this morning and get your rest. Well, okay, if you think so. Try to get some sleep. We'll be back later. Okay, bye. Sherry, this is Heather. Looks like I'm gonna get to see Chad Pearson after all. Okay, Jenny, what category do you think that scenario falls in? Well, let's see. Heather faked being sick to get out of going to church, which was the wrong thing to do, right? Correct. And she did it just so she could watch a program on television, which was definitely the wrong reason, right? Two for two. So... 
I guess this has to be a case of doing the wrong thing for the wrong reason. Or wrong, wrong. That's right. Very good, Jenny. Thanks. But I do have a question. What? Well, Heather didn't have a VCR, but Sherry did. Mm -hmm. So why didn't Sherry tape the program and have Heather come over and see it later? Uh, Connie? Um, how about some more lemonade? In Adventures and Odysseys, the Green Ring Conspiracy, an old friend returns. One of the victims of the plane crash mentioned me by name. What's his connection to Mr. Whitaker? You were saying that he's working with a federal agency? The Secret Service. And why is he back in Odyssey? Take off that disguise. It's good to see you again. Adventures in Odyssey Album 53, The Green Ring Conspiracy, is available on CD or digital download. More information at witsend.org. Jenny, you caught on to that first scenario pretty quick. Well, it was pretty easy. Maybe, but you'd be surprised at how many people don't get it when they hear it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the reasons we play this game, to learn how to make better decisions. You are right, though, Jenny. The right-right and wrong-wrong scenarios are always pretty easy. It's the other two, wrong-right and right-wrong. Those can get difficult to figure out. Well, I'm ready to try. All right, then. Here's another scenario involving Heather and Sherry. This one takes place at school the morning before a math test. I hate tests. I really hate them, especially math tests. What's the big deal? You studied for it, didn't you? Well, I tried to, but math just isn't something I'm very good at. I love it. It's one of my favorite courses. Oh, well, goody, goody. What's the matter with you? You'll do all right. You always do. Maybe. The problem is, if I don't get a good grade on this test, they'll take me off the volleyball team. Really? Wow. It's not fair. I mean, I'm going to be punished just because I'm not good at something. Yeah. I wish there was some way I could help. Maybe there is. Really? How? What's your next class? Spanish. How many absences do you have in it? None. Why? Because I want you to come to study hall and help me with math. What? But that'd mean I have to skip class. Really? Duh. Let's go. No, Heather. Why not? Because skipping class is wrong. Since when did you become such a goody two-shoes? I haven't. It's just that, well, I don't want to skip class. Oh, come on, Jerry. I thought you were supposed to be my friend. I am your friend. Well, friends help friends, don't they? I helped you, remember, to get on the cheerleading squad? You weren't going to make it, but I helped you get on. Yeah, I remember. Well, now I'm asking you to help me stay on the team. Heather! Look, it's not like I'm asking you to skip a week. It's one class, one time. And it's not like we're going to the mall or something. I want you to help me study. You just said you don't have any absences. You can afford it. Please, Sherry. Heather, I'm, I'm going to be late. Sherry, I'd do it for you. Please? All right, let's go. Okay, Jenny, what's the category? It's wrong, wrong again. Heather got Sherry to skip class, the wrong thing, just to stay on the volleyball team. The wrong reason, because it's selfish, right? 
Well, yes, but this scenario wasn't about Heather as much as it was about Sherry. Sherry? Yeah. What category does she fit into? Well, Sherry skipped class, which again was wrong. Uh -huh. But she did it to help Heather, which was the right thing to do. So this is a case of wrong right? Correct. Wait a minute. I don't think Sherry did it to help Heather as much as she did it because she was pressured by Heather, which is still the wrong reason and which would still make it wrong wrong, right? Well, yes, it could be argued that way. This game gets kind of complicated sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. You still want to keep playing? Absolutely. Okay, Connie, your turn. All right. Um Oh, okay. While we're on the Heather Sherry kick, Here's one that puts him in the principal's office. I need to ask you both a few questions about what happened in the girls' locker room yesterday afternoon. Uh, locker room? Yes, you both are in the last gym class of the day, aren't you? Yes, sir. Well, the teacher said that after the class, while you were all in the locker room, somebody broke a window there. R really? Yes, now, do either of you know anything about it? Sherry? No, sir, I don't. You didn't see anything at all? No, sir, I didn't. What about you, Heather? Uh, I don't think I saw anything either, sir. You don't think? Heather, either you did or you didn't. Now, which is it? Um... Come on, Heather, tell me the truth. Oh, all right. Rita did it. Rita? Rita Evans, the new girl? Yes, sir. Are you certain it was her? Yes, sir. I saw her do it. She was bouncing a basketball against the wall, and it just kept getting higher and higher. And then she hit the window, and it broke. Do you have any idea why she would do something like this? No, sir, I don't. Maybe it was an accident. Okay. You know, girls, it's nice of you to want to protect your friend, but it's always best to tell the truth in these situations. Understand? Yes, sir. Good. You can both go now. Well, that's that. What do you mean, that's that? How come you ratted on Rita that way? I just told the truth. She did break the window, didn't she? Yeah, but you were the one who got her to bounce the ball in the first place. So? So you didn't tell the principal that. Must have slipped my mind. Come on, Heather. You did it on purpose. Now what's going on? I don't like her, that's all. Why? I just don't. Does there have to be a reason? I don't like her. And she keeps flirting with Roger, right? Right? Maybe. So basically, you told the truth just to get her into trouble. Why not? She deserves it. Okay, Jenny, what's the category? Sherry's is the case of wrong right again. She didn't tell the truth about Rita, but only because she wanted to protect her. Oh, what about Heather? Well, Heather did tell the truth about Rita, which was the right thing to do. But she did it only because she wanted to hurt her and get her in trouble. So she did the right thing for the wrong reason. Or right-wrong. Uh, right? Is it? Wait a minute. Heather also got Rita to bounce the ball in the first place, just to get her in trouble, which makes it a wrong-wrong. Very good. <laughs> Are you sure you haven't played this before? No, why? Well, because you've gotten them all right. It took me forever to get even one right. Well, then now will you guys tell me what you were talking about when I walked up? Well, what do you think, Whit? Okay, but this scenario doesn't involve Heather or Sherry. 
It's about a real-life character from the Old Testament, King David. Now available from Adventures in Odyssey, a collection of some of the best and most memorable Odyssey episodes from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah, between vacations, camp, and solving mysteries, seems like it's been one adventure right after another. It's the Adventures in Odyssey Encore Collection, gathering 36 of your favorite episodes, spanning Odyssey's 20-year history. I haven't had this much fun since I had my corns removed. Three decades of wonder, excitement, and discovery, now available in one boxed collector set. Whoa, the box is huge. Over 13 hours of entertainment, spanning 12 compact discs. I couldn't have said all that better myself. The Adventures in Odyssey Encore Collection. Information at witsend.org. You can learn everything about Adventures in Odyssey on witsend.org. It has all sorts of great new features. It's loaded with behind-the-scenes fun facts and photos of the actors. Oh, there's trivia, articles, and tips for parents on how to use the content. I can't guarantee this, but there's a chance this can turn you into an Odyssey expert. Quite stimulating. Join us at witsend.org. It's fun for kids, teens, and, let's face it, the whole family. I'll see you at witsend.org. Okay, so tell me the story about King David. Well, it's found in 2 Samuel chapter 6 and again in 1 Chronicles chapter 13. David had just been made king over all Israel after defeating the Philistines and driving them from the land. People of Israel! People of Israel, hear me! The Lord God has delivered our enemies into our hands. Praise be to the Lord our God! What shall we do now, David? Whatever our hearts desire, for the Lord our God is with us. What is your heart's desire, David? My heart's desire? To bring back the Ark of the Covenant to this land. The Ark of the Covenant? It has not been here since the days of Saul. And we have not been a nation since the days of Saul. What do you want us to do? Sin for everyone who remains in the land of Israel, along with the priest and the Levites. If it be God's will, we will together go and bring back the ark of our God to this place. Shall we do it? Then go! Go! So David assembled all of Israel together to bring the ark of God back to Jerusalem. They went to the house of Abinadab, where the ark rested. You are most welcome. It is a time for rejoicing, my friend. We have come for the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, praise be to God. It has graced and blessed this house long enough, but how will you carry it? You you do not have the sacred rods. We have something better, faster. A new cart made by the finest craftsmen in the land. A cart? But you can't use a cart. The law forbids you. We have reclaimed that which was taken from us. Bring the cart! So they carried the ark on a new cart from the home of Abinadab, and his sons Uzzah and Ahio drove the cart. And David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their might, with songs and with lyres, harps, cymbals, tambourines, and with trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of Chaidon, 
The oxen pulling the cart stumbled, and Uzzah put his hand out to keep the ark from falling. Uzzah, no! Don't touch it! And the anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah, and the Lord struck him down. And Uzzah died there before God. Okay, Jenny, this is where we were when you came in. What do you think? Well, I think it's a case of wrong right. Uzzah touched the ark, but he was protecting it, keeping it from falling off the cart. And he was doing it because he wanted to honor God and bring the ark back to Jerusalem. I agree that he did it for the right reason, but he still did the wrong thing. Well, I don't think so. But Connie, if Uzzah did the right thing, that means God was wrong, doesn't it? Uh... Hmm. Well, Connie? But how can it be wrong to keep the ark, the most important worship symbol the Israelites had, from getting muddy and dirty? Because God said not to touch it. Uzzah didn't obey, even though his intentions were good. Besides, there's another wrong-right scenario here that neither one of you has picked up on yet. Another one? Uh-huh. You mentioned it just a minute ago, Connie. I did? What'd I say? Think about it. What did Uzzah do? He kept the ark from falling off the cart. The what? The cart. Oh. Oh, what? What? They weren't supposed to carry the ark on the cart in the first place. They weren't? Nope. The Kohathites from the tribe of Levi were supposed to carry the ark, four of them using poles. You see, David and all of Israel did the wrong thing from the beginning by trying to improve on God's design. And that wrong led them to another wrong, Uzzah. Now, there's no doubt that everybody did what they did out of good intentions, but those intentions weren't enough. They still acted wrongly. You see, God isn't just interested in the results. He's also interested in how we arrive at those results. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. Connie? I guess I can't argue with God, can I? Well, you can, but it's not advisable. You see, it's always best to do what God wants us to do, just because he wants us to do it. Do that, and you'll be right, right every time. This is a great game, you guys. Well, I'm glad you like it, Jenny. Can we play some more? Okay by me. How about it, Connie? Sure, but it's your turn to come up with a scenario, Jenny. Mine? Yep. Hmm. Okay, I've got one. It's about two brothers named Cain and Abel. Wrong, wrong. wrong. Oh, I guess you guys have done that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Romans 6, verse 1, the Apostle Paul wrote, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may increase? In other words, shall we do the wrong thing so that the right thing can happen? He gives us an answer in verse 2. May it never be. Paul knew that doing wrong is doing wrong, even if it is for the right reason. Like Witt said in today's episode, it's always best to do the right thing for the right reason, or what God wants us to do just because He wants us to do it. Well, that's our adventure. What'd you think? Write and tell me, okay? The address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, the address is Odyssey, Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B4G3. And don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of today's program called Rights, Wrongs, and Reasons. The address, once again, is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 
1-800-227-8095. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Rights, Wrongs, and Reasons was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Here's another fun fact from the Odyssey scrapbook. Listeners to Adventures in Odyssey have been wonderful to write in with a suggestion or two about how they use our episodes in their homes. One helpful idea that comes up again and again is to use Adventures in Odyssey as a time for family discussion. Parents will ask their children questions about what happened in the program and try to open discussion about their feelings about what they've heard. Kids, it's also a good time for you to ask your parents questions so you'll understand what they think. Now, sometimes, though we hope it doesn't happen very often, Adventures in Odyssey will present an idea that may differ from your point of view. That's okay. We still hope you use the opportunity to teach what you believe is right. As far as we're concerned, parents always get the last word. And that's how it should be. If you ever have any comments or suggestions about Adventures in Odyssey, don't hesitate to write to us. Our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Or in Canada, write to P.O. Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B, 4G3.